After further review, as this is one of Frank's favorite songs. Do not listen to him. He is selling you snake oil. We don't sell snake oil, but we provide an entertaining and thought-provoking sports show on 88.3 WXUT. Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And sometimes we provide a life lesson. Ain't that right, Frank? Life lesson, my ass. Don't be a hater. And tune in to AFR Saturday mornings, 11 to 1 on WXUT. Heard the song, but I don't. I never paid much attention to what it was called. <laughs> you know it's true. It's actually a, um, a commercial too. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it in multiple commercials. David, you know this? No, no, it's not my head. But like Frank, like I'm familiar with it, but not. Don't pay attention to the artist. I recognize the commercial. I just can't remember from where it's from. It's been a while though since I've heard that commercial. I've seen I've it. Heard that song in a commercial. It's uh, Spandu Ballet with True. By the way, who also did the remix of this? PM I, Dawn. It's had a drift on Memory Bliss. You know. So, uh, I think, so are we just adding a new segment to AFR? Rant. No. Random music fact. It is not random music. This is classic 80s. And no, now we're about to talk about no, no, classic no, no. I mean, college football players. What I mean is a random music fact. Right. Not random. like random music in general. Uh, I mean, random fact dude, about it. We always sprinkle in the facts, okay? There you go. There okay, you go. Right there. A good seasoning of facts and stats and everything. Because you do it all the time. So there at least I go. do it okay. with music. See, I have no, no issue with it. I just was only bringing it up. So, you know, maybe this is something we throw in regularly. Right. There we go. Let's get into this college football playoff. By the way, though, make sure you listen to the theme park with Tim and Vicky Saturdays 9-11 right before us here on 88.3 WXUT because it's true. And what was true was David the man got Harris's prediction that he was going to have TCU in Georgia. I don't know if that was more or less analysis accuracy or he was just really a Big Ten hater. But go ahead, David. State your case. True. It was definitely more analysis and just going. Yeah, I mean, I guess if everyone in the Big Ten went to Ohio State, Michigan, and I was just like, well, they're not really the better teams in the respective matchups. So, and that that was true, and that proved to be the case as both Georgia and TCU made their way to SoFi Stadium, probably the last college football playoff or last national championship game that we have in so far if they're going to say there's no tailgating allowed which is a thing like if you're a college if you're a stadium and you're saying no tailgating you're basically saying we don't want any kind of collegiate activities here because tailgating is what fans do who who is cody stangill Stanfield? Oh, I went to school with him. Oh, he said that Stetson Bennett was born in 1982, which, you know, would make him over 40 years old. He, is he a coach or is he a player? Even if he said 92, dude would still be in his 30s. He must have been 2002. They, said, they say he's the same. He, I think he's the same age as Lamar Jackson. What? Yeah. How old is yeah, Lamar? He's the same age. How old is Lamar Jackson? 24, 25? No, Lamar's like 26. That's what I thought. Well, I mean, sometimes you take some time off. You got to mature. But 
But if he's 26 years old, that means he was probably born in 1996. If my math does, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, but somebody saying 1982. Come on, man, that's an insult. Keep going, David. Well, well, I mean, he, he you know, it's it's a joke, it's a play because Stetson Bennett's the quote unquote old guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, he's a mm-hmm. uh, yeah. he's a senior citizen out there on the field. It's him and Adrian mm-hmm. Martinez were both, you know, recruits for the U in the 90s and the early 2000s dynasty. You know, like those kind of jokes, but. At the end of the day, Stetson Bennett and Max Duggan, probably, you know, I would say the two best quarterbacks out of the four in the playoff, and they led their teams, albeit in different ways. You know, Georgia relied on their defense at the end to kind of hold all things just in place long enough so that as Georgia made their comeback and loved the memes of everyone saying, oh, Ohio State's up big, this game is over. I'm like, clearly you guys – did not watch the last time Ohio State played a game, which was Michigan, and because they they had a lead, and you know then the, they put the hammer, mm-hmm. and DCU, you know, as I said again, as I said last week, if it gets into a shootout, I don't know if Michigan has the firepower to keep up with TC. Now, granted, it was a fumble at the one yard line, and some of the ineptitude that Frank mentioned that happened inside the red zone, but, you know, we're not, we can't just discount TCU. And I think a lot of people, I heard a lot of people saying on the National Airways, oh, you know, TCU got lucky, you know, the 335 doesn't work. 335 has clearly worked if it gets them to the National Championship game. And having an old quarterback that's, you know, 20 years removed, you know, 20 years younger than Tom Brady, it's still in college, you know. Maybe let's not be so quick to just get rid of the old guy and bring in the 17-, 18-year-old kid that we're paying half a million dollars who hasn't proven anything. I think both Stetson Bennett and Max Duggan deserve to play at the next level, and they've earned their stripes the hard way. I think – I don't think that this game is going to be a blowout by any means. Well, is it going to be more than 13 points? Because, I mean, technically, if you lose by 14 points or more, that's not – well, if you just lose by 14 points or less, that's not really a blowout. It's only two touchdowns. I think three touchdowns is is considered a blowout at that level. Anything over 20 for me is a blowout. Right, exactly. Okay. So I I think it's going to be – I think it's going to be a single-digit margin Mm -hmm. for, for me personally, just because we saw both games that were close. You know, if we're going to listen to Vegas, they were the same ones that said, oh, Ohio State has a chance kind of in the last week or so and told everyone, bet, bet Ohio State, bet Ohio State to win, bet Ohio State to win. And Well, you know. I believe I said last week that what the line was and everybody and their brother was betting George and the line wasn't moving. That kind of said, you know, Vegas knows something. And, of course, Ohio State ended up covering. So if you ended up taking both dogs – you were a winner. Right. Well, I mean, one, the junior gamers are always going to find the best leg. And two, do, do I think that it should have come down to a field goal? No, because Georgia shot themselves in the foot quite a bit. And, you know, Ohio State's going to use the excuse, well, if Marvin Harrison didn't get hurt in the back of the end zone, it's football. Someone's going to get hurt at some point. We all watch what happened Monday night. Things can happen. 
and you just never know, and you can't prepare and plan for it. You just have to, I don't want to say next man up, because with Tamar Hamlin, there, no one's, you know, there's still, again, I don't think that they should be playing tomorrow. But I think with the high, like, you can have it both ways to where you're going to use, kind of, oh, our best player was injured and one set out because he wants to protect his draft stock. But then at the same time say, oh, we can beat anyone because we have the best wide receiving core in the country. Then prove it. Like, if you, if you were, and we saw, clearly, and we'll see next year, they're bringing in six top-tier wide receiver recruits. If you have depth, show your depth. And Georgia showed their depth. Georgia showed that they had the dog in them in terms of not letting the game be too much for them. And I think in the national championship, I think both teams will show that, hey, this is not bigger than us. TCU can use the rallying of no one thought that we were going to beat. Very few people thought that we were going to beat Michigan, and we're the ultimate underdog because we're going up against the defending reigning national champion who everyone is saying that if they win this game, it's going to be the start of a Georgia dynasty. Georgia can use the fact that you know, they're still perceived as you're, you're good, but you're not better than last year's national championship team. You're still, you know, there's still much to be desired. You played a couple too many, you know, couple of games a little too close for comfort, so to speak. Well, it kind of goes back to what I said last week, where I thought games against Missouri, Kentucky, Kent Stadium is like, you know what? Uh, it's a business trip. Let's just win. Get the hell out of here. And then the games against LSU and Tennessee, it's like, you know what? We're going to give them all the smoke. Well, in the, in the rivalry, whether it's ranked games or when it's quote-unquote rivalries, and I think particularly either, I think the Tennessee game is kind of excluded because everyone was saying, you know, Tennessee's ranked number one, you know, they're the best team in the country, you know, Georgia still has a lot to prove, and everyone's kind of riding the Tennessee train. You know, we saw how that turned out. So I think Georgia can use a lot of that brash and bravado of like, hey, this is not just a business trip. This is also a statement game. This is a chance for us to be back-to-back national champions. Hasn't happened for a couple seasons. And TCU is a good program. TCU is a good school, which is why I think it will be in the single digits. If I had to put a score uh, really quickly, I would say Georgia, 20, Georgia 35, TCU 31. Mm. What was the score? He says 35-31. Wow. What do you got, Frank? Well, I kind of look at what TCU did against Michigan. I mean, Max Duggan was not really that great. Less than 50% completion, two touchdowns, two picks. I mean, granted, he ended up running for two scores. I mean, I kind of expect him to because I said he's basically – the, another version of Tim, uh, uh, ginger version of Tim Tebow. But also, you got to look at Kendra Miller, 
TCU's best running back. He's probably he's dinged up. He's not. He may not play. I mean, <clears throat> Demer. <clears throat> man, yeah, I'm good. <clears throat> Demercado, their other running back, I thought played very well. Well, it's going to be on him a lot more. Or, I mean, they've got the receivers. Quentin Johnson. I mean, I had said that he was a top 15 pick. David, I think he's a top 10 pick now. Uh, yeah, he's going to get. He's going to be early for sure. Just, yeah. But the th- the thing is, I think Georgia's going to be a lot more prepared. Here in this one, they're going to. Uh, I mean, I don't think they're going to. Tr- they're going to talk a bunch of crap. Say, oh, we're going to show. We're going to tell them what the SEC's about. They're just going to let their plague do the talking. Hanging as, I mean, but also going back to that Georgia Ohio State game, there was two minutes. There were a couple. There were a couple of surprises. For one, I mentioned C.J. Stroud pretty much shut everyone up, saying that oh he can't handle pressure. He did handle pressure. He took it off. He took off and ran with it more time as I expected. And so. Take that for what it's worth. Uh, but, of course, uh, of course, Georgia's two tight ends. Darnell Washington only had one catch. Um, uh, Brock Bowers, I believe, I believe he, four catches, 64 yards. He was pretty decent. And and uh, the Georgia's running game, they didn't really – have everybody jump out too much. Kenny McIntosh only had 70 yards. Kendall Milton, 26 and a score. Or, but I think really what surprised me most was Jalen Carter, guy who's projected to be a top five pick, defensive lineman from Georgia, only had one tackle the whole game. Wow. That, that I thought was really surprising. One minute. So, I mean, I... I think I think TCU they're gonna they're gonna go down swinging they're gonna play tough they're gonna play hard but I mean I think Georgia's just got just gonna wear them down mm-hmm. uh, and it's I'm gonna I'm saying forty one twenty eight eight for a final what is it forty one twenty eight Georgia wins that's but if they if they take if you go against the spread you win that's under yeah thirteen or under fourteen. No, well, it's twelve and a half. I thought it was. I thought it was thirteen. Oh, I was twelve and a half. Yeah. I okay. Mean, so they barely they beat they cover. So the forty one twenty eight they cover, and of course, I'd say take. I'd lean it over in the total. I think total sixty two and a half. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We'll see what happens there Monday night. But it'll be interesting. I'm just glad it's starting a little bit earlier, seven thirty instead of eight thirty. Well, some people thought if Michigan and Ohio State was going to play for the championship, they were going to move back some games for high school because high school girls plays on Mondays. So, um, so they moved some games back just in case. Uh-huh. You know. Oh, in Ohio. Yep, yeah, in Ohio and probably Michigan. I don't know about Michigan. Uh, I don't know because no, girls I don't know play on Monday. I uh, think here the Huron League does in my area. Mm-hmm. So okay. All right, well, fellas, that was a good good segment right there. We're gonna get into the NFL pick them. Anything else, David? Since this is your segment, uh, actually, I'm I'm gonna pull a Lee Corso, just you know, just to be contrary. And I think TCU 35, Georgia 31, just so we can have a mix up. Just just riding the TCU dug in hot hand. Okay. 
I mean, look, David, I'll be completely honest with you. Would I like to see TCU win? Yeah, but do I think they're going to? No. no. All right. That was a good so one. We will see Monday night in SoFi. True. Right there, that's Spandu Ballet right there, fellas. We've got to sprinkle in some of those facts. And you guys sprinkled in a lot of analysis here on 88.3 WHTs after further review. <laughs> after this, we're getting into that NFL pick em and wrap the show up. Can you believe it, fellas? Good. This is a good show, fellas. Really good. And we have the results from week 17 of the NFL pick em. And guess what? We're in the week 18. I think Frank might have wrapped it up, but we'll see. Listen to 88.3 WGTs After Further Review. Make sure you check us out on SoundCloud and iTunes at WGTs After Further Review with the picture of Frank Bash on a horse's head. If you miss any of the show, you can get the segments on there. Also, social media platforms, AFR Sports Show on Twitter and the WGTs After Further Review Sports Show on Facebook. When we return, the NFL Pickle. We'll be back after this. True.